You're listening to WRUU LP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, Community Radio with Global Soul. Hey, what's up? You're listening to Bring It In, and I'm your host, Glenn Pierce. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Bring It In Show for all your sports questions and comments. The viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Another beautiful Monday. The Bring It In crews here. We're ready to go. We have, uh, I mean, we we all have uh, fantasy football drafts starting, actually starting last night, going all the way until like next Sunday, Monday, um, getting everything ready. It's it's getting so excited. I'm I'm freaking out because. Football season is so close, and we we haven't experienced a um, a preseason at all. It's so weird. I mean, I I I just don't understand what's going on with football. Like, I have no clue. Um, I'm super nervous about making all my drafts for for fantasy this year. Um, I mean, I just don't know what's going on. We have, uh, I mean, certain people are going to be getting quarantined, I'm sure, throughout the thing, throughout the season. But, I mean, just just going into, as a fantasy football player, going into the season this year with no preseason, nobody's taken, like, extremely hard hits yet. Um so I I'm I'm fearing that the first couple three weeks of football, either we're gonna get like a watered down version because the the stars aren't gonna be out there the entire time, or we're going to we're just gonna see injury after injury coming up through these these times. Um, I'm joined yeah. today with okay. Jeff. What's going on, Jeff? You're you're ready to jump on this topic, huh? Um, Jamie yeah, and blazing, sir. Kells, yeah, he's ready. <laughs> Back from vacation, <laughs> yeah. you're ready. So what what were you going to say about that? Oh, I, just seeing all the injuries in training camp. I mean, I've been watching some of the uh, Ravens training camp live. They they show you about like I don't know an hour's worth of training camps and yeah. a, a day that they're they're practicing, which is cool. Um, but the yeah, the injuries that are happening already are, are kind of stat. I mean, you know, make you think a little bit. And, and obviously, it happens every year, but they have had so much less time to prepare. <clears throat> it's just going to continue. And uh, you know, I also started watching uh, Hard Knocks finally uh, last Ooh. night, and that. Uh, so right now they're doing um, filming hard, HBO films Hard Knocks, um, the training camp of the Rams and. Um, who else are they doing? It's the Rams and the uh, the Rams other the Chargers, right? Chargers, yeah. Rams yeah. and Chargers. There you go. They're it, both in LA. And, they're um, both yeah. in the same uh, stadium, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're doing uh, 
through training camp, I guess they're they're not. But uh, the way they're okay. tracking the COVID and everything with them all is pretty incredible. I mean, they have like these. At least the Chargers have um, like bracelets that they have to wear. Uh, that, that's keeping them under control, so they can. They're tracking everything they do while they're on on the field. So, yeah. uh, seems like they're doing a great job being socially distant and staying safe. Now, now those bracelets are they like? biometric uh bracelets that are testing all their vitals or are they um proximity no, bracelets so, so about, that they can't be like talking about like what the nba was doing with the rings that yeah they were talking yeah about? yeah that's what i was wondering so, no i don't believe that i think it's more of a, a contact tracing type of thing okay um, so it's more of them just trying to um if if one guy gets it they know who they've been close to yeah and, they know like which yeah which linemen have been facing off against each other, hands on each yeah. other type thing. Sort of like ankle bracelets. Yeah. yeah. yeah some of them wear them on their ankles. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, well, I tell you what, you know who needs to be ready for this is The Rock. He needs to get that XFL moving <clears throat> between injuries and opt-outs. Man, there's a lot of players that could get a chance this year in the mm-hmm. nfl yeah think about that i i think that's a great idea if he's ready um and i mean with all the uncertainty with college i mean hey if i was a college football player and i really needed to get out there because i was like right on that second tier like so close to be becoming better but my school dropped out of everything um I would definitely be looking towards the XFL. Get one last season in, and maybe uh, get your your stock to to rise during the draft. So, man, uh, but all this uh, fantasy is always going to be distracting me throughout these, and I'm always going to think about what's going on with fantasy football's coming up. And um, I know we're all huge football fans, but man, the breaking news today: the Jaguars. Um, they just released Leonard Fournette. I mean, no no kind of trade, but his production hasn't really been what they were expecting. Um does this I mean, is this shocking to any of you guys? Uh, yeah, I think it's shocking. Just because I mean, yeah. they just got rid of a defensive guy as well, so. Yeah. Um Well, yeah, I mean, as we've been We've been going through our picks. You know, a lot of our picks have been based on the idea that, you know, that's about the only thing that they have. Yep. You know, the chance of them winning a couple games is probably through him. So it is a pretty good surprise. I'm surprised. You know, well, I'm the, they, they have a really solid receiving squad, too. Um, sure. And, you know, from the, yeah, from the beginning, though, um, Fournette's been a difficult player to deal with. Uh, yeah. That's everything I've heard. I mean, I used to love him in L- at LSU. I thought he was going to be a stud, and he's had some incredible years. But it seems like his best years might be behind him already at a at a young age that he's at. Um, I uh, I know that Rockwell Armistead is was the backup last year. He didn't get a whole lot of action, but uh, they must be really comfortable with him moving forward. So, uh, well, as a Baltimore Ravens fan, how would you feel about the Steelers picking him up? I wouldn't feel great about it, but uh, yeah. That being said, I mean. That dude's an up and down guy, man. I feel like he, you know, you got James Conner. James Conner gets hurt, then yeah, you use him. He he would be the guy to to, to use. But uh, you guys have a pretty solid running backs: uh, Benny Snell and um, Anthony McFarland, former Terp, uh, yeah, from Maryland. 
Uh, between those two, I think if, if Connor goes down, that's a running back by committee, just like last year. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not that surprised um, with with that happening, just because, like you said, the production hasn't been what he's supposed to have. Um, with the Jaguars, did you hear um, the promotion Bud Light is putting out? Nah, what's that? It's something like if you draft, and it might have to be a certain league. Like I'm not sure if it's Yahoo, if it's ESPN, but if is it you Gardner Minshew, you draft Gardner Minshew in the very first uh, round, and you win your championship, you get like a year's supply of Bud Light. Which a year's supply of Bud Light, I, I, luckily they're not any kind of, um, we have no sponsors or affiliation with anything with a station like that. So, um, man, a year's supply of Bud Light might last me like five years, truthfully. Yeah, but Gardner Minshew in the first round might cost you five picks. <laughs> you are right about that. <laughs> I mean... I want to look into that a little more because I would definitely take them in, in a, especially like a a less than ten team league. Just yeah. to, you know, hey, it's worth a shot, right? Exactly. I mean, no Fournette, so they're probably gonna be airing it out a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what they got. <clears throat> what if? Where do you guys think he'll land? I mean, we talked about Pittsburgh. You think he could go? Uh, what What about uh, Kansas City? I mean, they're relying on a rookie this year based on uh, Damian Williams opting out. Um, yeah, that, that would be that would be interesting. That uh, that could work. Yeah, that'd be a place where I mean, it wouldn't be ball. the whole. It wouldn't be the whole uh, focus of the offense. I mean, he can just kind of sit back and fade away almost while the offense is creating sparks and uh, pulling yeah. the defense back, getting the. That could be like a Kareem Hunt Nick Chubb combo in uh, Cleveland. Yeah, be very similar. Yeah. With our uh, with the local news, I know I said uh, the Savannah Bananas were all finished um, with with their season. They've been playing in the Breakfast Bowl against the Macon Bacon for the Golden Spork, I believe. Um, last night they did something awesome. Mid game, their their play by play announcer went down, suited up. And went out to take taking at bat, <laughs> made some contact, send it out there. They got the ball back to first before he got there. But I mean, <laughs> just just the things they do. Um, the the announcer Bilko is he's, I mean, he's what everybody's seeing and hearing during their games that are streamed on Facebook. So it's pretty cool. Um, after after the game on. Friday, I believe. Yeah, Friday. My my wife and son went out there to see the fireworks. It was Friday or Saturday. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, just uh, they're keeping it up, keeping a fun, fun, friendly atmosphere. Uh, we also have the Savannah Clovers. Are they're gearing up for their next season, their fall season? And if you go to the savannah clovers um facebook page right now you can click on a link to sign up for tryouts for 
for this next uh, fall season. Become an actual professional soccer player in your hometown. Go out, try out. Um, it's a good a good squad, and they've just been getting better and better and better season after season. So it's it's looking to become a long-standing tradition in in savannah so jeff um you and tim need to hop in a car drive down here we'll get you guys on the field we'll get you i'll get you a workout i'll i'll talk to our, our i'll talk to some people to yeah he, i mean he's still in great shape man I, i'm i'm definitely nowhere near as in shape as this uh, yeah he's good That'd be cool, man. Could you imagine yeah. walking onto that team? That'd be awesome. Oh, that would, I mean, you get to play in uh, Memorial Stadium, uh, which holds 5,000 people, uh, play under the big lights on a nice uh, – it's a really nice turf field. I'm not the biggest fan of turf fields, but I – That's pretty I, much what they're all, they all are now. Almost all the high schools are getting reworked in the turf, around us especially, and around Baltimore and D.C., but uh, – yeah, it, it's something to get used to, man. Yeah, it, it is. definitely is. Um, you don't want to be out there when the heat of the sun is baking you because it's like 15 or 20 degrees hotter on those fields. Yeah. Uh, two two seasons ago, they, they set us up over at the uh, soccer complex down here, Jennifer Ross Soccer Complex. They set us up three new turf fields. Man, um, the first time I got on them, like – we were one of the first teams that got to practice on them too. So when I first got on it, it was still so lumpy because nobody had ever played or walked on it or did anything really. I could not stand it. But my team, all the kids on my team, they thought they were big shots getting to walk out on the turf. Um, so they're it younger. It takes a few months before that turf, like, settles in you know yeah it finally started settling in and and i liked it a lot better but i'm still i'm still a big fan of natural grass and whatnot mm -hmm. i want to remind you guys you're listening to wruu and this is bring it in with glenn pierce give us a call at 912-712-5077 look us up on twitter and instagram at bring it in show for all your sports questions and comments Look us up on Facebook. You can find our podcast. We load them up so you can listen to them if you've missed them. And let us know what you, you think. We got we got things going on on our Facebook page. We'll, um, once we get week 16, week 17 picks out as we go through the season, we'll keep you guys posted how we're doing on our picks on the Facebook page. Uh, last week we had um, our Bring It In show, Fantasy Football League, which is um, myself, the rest of the Bring It In crew, Jamie, Jeff, Kelly, Josh. Um, you've heard them. You've heard them here first. Uh, Brandon and uh, hashtag Where's Geary again. Um, I know last week he said he would be here. Hopefully he's listening as he's uh, out gallivanting and traveling the world and getting us uh, exclusive sports stories. But yeah, so last week, before I get too off topic, last week we put out a, um, a link to join 
that fantasy football league and we have four open spots left and we opened it for fans fans like you and you guys you guys listened you guys saw and you guys didn't join so we got a couple extra i i pursued some fans and we got it filled up so hopefully hopefully next time you guys are gonna join in a little more and see what's going on man jeff so what's this about the big 10 we got some players that are you sent me this story i looked over it and um are they actually going to play this year do we know yet I mean, yeah, it sounds like well, coaches want to, players want yeah, to. It's uh, still un- unknown, completely unknown at this point. Uh, they're they're saying possibly uh, start up at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Start playing the first games around Thanksgiving or waiting until January 2021, so this coming winter to start, which is interesting. Uh, I don't know why you'd start in the middle of winter. Um, at least if you're starting around Thanksgiving, December around here isn't terribly cold. It, it doesn't start getting bad until, like, late January, February, typically. Yeah. So a lot of the Big Ten schools are you know, more northern. Um, and, yeah, starting in January seems like the most ridiculous thing to do. There, there's a huge rift going on right now with the Big Ten um, league presidents and um, the, the you know, universities as a whole. Uh, I think I think they're kind of falling apart. they got to get it together and all – be on the same page they must not have been on the same page uh when it all first went down and they announced they were going to get out i i thought it was so strange when big 10 and pac 12 were the only two to announce and then everyone else said now we're playing yeah Uh, it was clearly they never came to an agreement uh as a power five but um i I think they're gonna play sooner than later i think they're gonna play around this thanksgiving start time the players want to play yeah uh, and that's what it all comes down to. I mean, players going to play, you know? Yeah. I mean, players going to play. If they have ah. the consent, if they're 18 years old and they give their consent, or if they get their parents to sign off consent, then, I mean, I guess Big Ten isn't liable for anything. Um, and everybody else is going to play. So it's just it's it's hurting the players that aren't out there. which Completely. is which is they're getting, they're really getting unfortunate. And I, I'm wondering if um, when you say they were looking at like a, a January date to get in, um, what happens with the college football playoffs? Because the NCAA said they wouldn't have any NCAA championship. Yeah, I heard that and I said, okay, there's no, no championship. Then... I read something that the the college football um, playoffs, the playoffs are still going on. So how's that make sense? So I did some digging. Did anybody know how this is like how we're still having college football playoffs, even though the NCAA said there would be no championships? NCAA has nothing to do with the college football playoffs. Right now, the only people who can make decisions on the college football playoffs, yes, ESPN. They're the, oh. they're the committee that holds the power 
to determine whether or not because they have the contract for i believe it's like four years the first four to five years they signed a contract that they were in charge of college football um playoffs so i i think they're they have a hand in this committee that helps select things and helps plan it and they are already looking at it like well if we don't have a college football playoffs i mean we just wasted X amount of money. I mean, I'm not sure what they paid for the TV contract for five years, but it's not necessarily a TV contract, I don't believe, for just five years. It's a TV contract from said date to the end date. And then once that end date hits, there's another TV company, another cable company that is buying on the uh, contract. So, I mean, it would be easy to say, oh, well, we'll just extend it one more year, but then they're going to get, uh, there's going to be a lot of legal problems probably coming after them when another cable company isn't, isn't happy about that. So, well, I mean, I didn't know any of that. That's interesting. I'd have to do a little more <laughs> research on that, but yeah, uh, that yeah. makes a lot of sense as to why that would be trying to push some of this and, uh, pro you know, probably helping with getting the players, the teams, individual players, you know, you know, what voicing their opinion about this. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, they're going to make it happen some way, shape or form. I think it's pretty funny that they could end up with a playoff with a team involved that maybe didn't even have a season. Oh, <laughs> Man, it, well, know, it, yeah, they just pick. They're just gonna let Clemson in, even if the. <laughs> Why but, wouldn't you? Nah. Alabama is automatic. I mean, these teams are there well, every year. I mean, they're always gonna be there. I don't think Alabama's automatic necessarily this year because as many teams as you have to play in your conference now, you know, SEC teams they got to play ten plus SEC schools, so you yeah. might not even get an SEC team up there. I mean, it probably will be. No, it'll be. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll get all their teams in there. I mean, if the Big Ten and Pac-12 don't play, uh, like they're not playing, so they're they're probably just going to be out of out of contention for it. You know, maybe they'll uh, create their own little playoff uh, system and make some money for themselves. You know, it's going to be uh, it's going to be different. It's going to be strange, and you know, you can only expect teams that are actually playing now to to play. I mean, what do we got? Two weeks before the first game, or no? I think the first game happened already. I'm pretty sure there was a football game that happened this weekend. I thought it was uh, high school. College football game. Oh. There was um the only one I saw was high school. Some type of I'm 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 a flip over to college football scores on ESPN real quick. Um cool. but I, I do believe I saw something, but at the moment I'm not sure what I what I see and what I believe and what I know that's going on. Because all these schedules are just so off. So most yeah. conferences are pushing theirs back too. So yeah. yeah. So um. Well, I mean, yeah. going going it's to a, what Kelly was saying that that whole colleges are pushing their stuff back. It's because colleges are getting the the virus and it's starting to become hotbeds at each campus because these kids are going out partying, which yeah. you got to expect them to do. And then they're sending them home. I mean, Towson just sent all the students home couldn't believe it why are you sending these kids that have the virus somewhere else 
they're they're contained in their t- their college towns yeah. when they have the virus there, and you know they can be go to hospitals there. Why send them back to their families where they can just spread it more? I mean, it's it's crossing state it lines and things like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So yeah. anyway, that's probably part of the reason why football is being pushed back because these campuses are sending their kids back. I mean, they yeah. Got, you start thinking a little more when, before they make these crazy decisions. And and I heard I heard so much talk about um, keeping the actual the actual studies on line so kids could be at home. And I mean, we would essentially just be making little bubbles for the athletes to go to the schools. And I know people um, say that colleges are for academics and not sports but when it when it boils down to it a lot of colleges would not be able to sustain on just athlete or academics i mean so much money gets pulled in and then distributed throughout different conferences and things like that and then tv money and and all that money doesn't get all that football money. All that big football money does not get dumped straight into the football um, team. Now the football team gets a good chunk. I won't. I won't say that that the football team doesn't get a good chunk. But I mean, the the colleges um, kept alive because of them. So I mean, when we're looking at it, if if we're trying to keep colleges going on the way that they have been. I mean, it's a business, and and they need they need some of these big games to at least even without fans in the stands, just to bring in some more TV money. And I got it down right here. We had uh, Austin P A P E A Y. I think it's just Austin P. Austin P. Is that yeah. okay? Austin P versus Central Arkansas was on Saturday, the 29th. Central Arkansas, they they won not by much. Um, they got in. It says a uh, a late heroic touchdown to win the game. So you tell me, I could have been watching college football on <clears> Saturday. <throat> no one had it on the air. What the I heck? I was gonna say, was it streamed? Because it wasn't Power Five teams. So yeah, I mean it. It doesn't. It doesn't say that it was on. It may have been on ESPN three if it was on anything, um, because I see on Thursday, September the third, Central Arkansas plays again, um, and that game's on. That game's on ESPN three. So, yeah, I mean, hey, hey Glenn, to go back to uh, the college football playoffs, so I just checked it out online okay uh, the so that's just the, the the playoff game for the champion right so it's like yeah four teams the bcs controls all the other um all the uh, other bowls right yeah so so yeah the college football playoff system that yeah they they're set to they basically pushed everything back a couple weeks because a lot of the team schedules um got pushed back already. Oh, okay yeah um so yeah so that that's what ESPN is. I was wondering what the difference was. Again, I didn't realize it was separate from the BCS, which is interesting. Yeah, Amazing I think that's... Able to pull that out a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and what difference does it make if they push it back? I mean, it runs all the way into March anyway, almost, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I guess they probably wouldn't want to push it too far back into like close to February because you got the Super Bowl coming up then. Mm-hmm. Other, yeah. other than yeah. that, it doesn't matter if they push it to late January. Yeah, Super Bowl, March Madness, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, yeah. I mean, I did read the next something. Round of hockey playoffs. That hockey's not over yet. <laughs> I was about to say hockey's still still playing. Yeah, hockey. Yeah, they, yeah, they go like five months for the playoffs, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I tried to get um, I tried to get a hockey analyst, somebody somebody I know that's super into hockey. I asked them to write me up five minutes of hockey talk and I was going to bring them on the zoom I said I didn't want to do it I didn't want them to write me something to just read because you're gonna everybody knows I'm not huge into hockey everybody knows that I would be just reciting something so I was trying to get somebody who knew more about hockey and on the zoom so we could ask them some questions and whatnot um but it didn't they didn't show up just just like hockey funny um man man i i'm sorry i'm sorry for all you guys that are big fans of hockey um but we just got an hour show it's hard to mix it all in you know yeah yeah i know bruins versus lightning and stars versus avalanche tonight okay yeah and how, and how about them islanders Ooh, they look they good still at it? Uh, three are they up three one now? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah, three one. They're looking tough. Yes, sir. I think they play Tuesday. What 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 yep. else is on today? Uh, on today, uh, you got NBA. Oh yeah, NBA. we got the most important thing starting at seven. I have one fantasy draft. Then starting at eight, we have another fantasy draft. Yes, sir. I will send a Zoom out for everybody. We'll post it online too, see if we can get any fans there. See, I don't know about that. I don't know if I trust our fans. Now, I'm just joking. I love you all. Um, but with that said, guys, stick with us. At the end of the show, we're going to get into our week 16 picks and just stick with us, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is University of Georgia and Jacksonville Jaguar safety, J.R. Reed, and you're listening to Bring It In with Glenn Pierce on WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FN, WRUU.org, Savannah Sounds, Community Radio with Global Soul. Look, and we just heard, we just heard from uh, one of Fournette's former teammates, um, I wonder I wonder what he thinks about this. We'll try to get him on the line again sometime soon and uh talk to J.R. Smith. Um man, I'm I'm super I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about everything. We got uh in the English Premier League, we have they started their preseason over the week. Um every in Europe all the all the soccer teams are are getting back uh, back together, starting to train. It's it's super exciting. Um, Weston McKinney, one of the U.S.'s uh, star players, 
He just signed with a dream team in his mind. He just signed a contract with Juventus. So now he gets to play with Cristiano Ronaldo. And just the fact that, I mean, we have so many people from our uh, national soccer team that that are just making that huge step that we haven't. I mean, I don't, I don't think any time in my life I have been able to look at the United States men's national team and be like, holy cow, probably way over half of our players are playing in Europe. And I mean, that's just, that's, that's, that's what we're told is the pathway. I mean, like the NFL is the greatest football league here. The NBA is the greatest basketball league here over in Europe. That's where, that's where you're going to earn your stripes as a soccer player. And um, that's awesome for McKinney. And I believe in like three more weeks, um, Pulisic, his his hamstring's going to be healed up and we should start seeing him like right around the beginning of the soccer season. Um, I mean, we had we had the Community Shield, which is it's a preseason game, but it's still you still get a a trophy. I mean, not really a trophy, but a big silver shield slash plate that says community shield on it. You get an award for it. Um, but it was between Arsenal and Liverpool. Arsenal won, but it is still kind of like a preseason match. Um, but it pairs up the the top play uh the top team in the English Premier League which was uh Liverpool and then the champion of the FA Cup. So we got that we had that going Arsenal won um but man the so biggest one game the yeah, one game it's one uh, game and it's technically a a preseason um yeah preseason Super Bowl. Yeah. And I mean, our, or Liverpool within the past like year and a half, they've collected every trophy that's out there. I mean, maybe except the Community Shield because I think they lost last year to to uh, Manchester City. Um, but man, that's not even close to the hot news on the pitch. Man to get a little messy yeah is your mic off Kels? i don't know yeah you're, oh. yeah i can't we all can't right hear him. all right you're back on oh that's fine i said right. it's about to get a little messy yeah it's getting <laughs> really messy in barcelona i segue <laughs> thank, thank you it, it would have been best if i wasn't a knucklehead behind the board and had already turned his mic on but that's that's, that's me um it, it actually, I think it, it did come through on the podcast version. So, <laughs> But yeah, um, Leo Messi said he's not down to be in Barcelona anymore. He wants out. He wants out bad. Um, he hasn't shown up to, to training or anything yet. Um, and man, some of the things I'm hearing, um, everybody... Everybody is um, trying to be on this bid. Juventus, who I just was talking about with Cristiano Ronaldo, supposedly they're trying to put in a bid. Um, 
thought Man U was going after him. I mean, Man U probably is. I heard a lot of uh, the big money was going to be thrown at him from Manchester City. Oh, that's right. My bad. Yeah. Um, and I I actually heard, I, I believe that Manchester City... Um, if anybody has a second to try to look it up, I'm going to try to look it up too. The Manchester City Ownership Group. Because I have a feeling they have ties to New York FC. And if they were going to... Um, if they were going to pick them up, it would be like, okay, you'll play for Man City for the next three years. But then you have two years to play it with New York FC. Um, what were we looking up? Um, Manchester City. If Manchester City's ownership group yeah. owns uh, New York FC. Oh, okay. Because I'm not seeing anything right here, but I'm pretty sure that I heard that they were they're willing to throw the money at them. Um, I mean, I don't know where he wants to go. It not much has come out. He wants to go to Man City. So oh, it, is right. that what it says? I mean, it says he's likely to move to Man City. Yeah, according. To, yeah, so there. But you're saying there's a chance, Glenn, that we're gonna see Ronaldo and Messi on the same team. Well, not if he goes to Man City. There, there's a small not. chance because Juventus is trying to get in on the bidding, but. If they man, might as well end soccer if those two end up on the same team together. I, I'm, at least they don't have Cristiano Ronaldo on there, or not <laughs> Christian, uh, Christian Pulisic, because I mean yeah. then it would be lights out. But because I mean we know he's up and coming, going to be the best ever. Um, but but okay, yeah, great. there's a there's a small there's a there's there is a chance. So you, I'm telling you, there is a chance. But it's a very, very small chance because when Manchester City wants a player, they almost always get them. Um, yeah, because unlimited, I mean, unlimited money. These guys got so much money. So much money. I mean, and they are—they're owned by some uh, Saudi Arabian uh, gentleman. I can't remember his name at the moment, but he's got. Like oil money, I think he's like he's got a few extra dollars in his pocket. Yeah, he's got way too much money. He might even own um, Fly Emirates. So I mean, he's just stacked with cash. So when he wants to get a player, he'll he'll throw the money out. Especially a player like that who he knows. I mean, jersey sales, everything. I mean, it's just all gonna be through the roof. Um, but I'm just hoping, I mean, I'm hoping he, he shows up here. Uh, I heard, I heard Luis Suarez has, um, his eye on moving to Miami. I'm not sure if there's any kind of timetable on that, but, oh, well, we'll see on those. Yeah. Is I hopefully he's not biting people still. That Suarez, <laughs> not Messi. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it is eleven 
41. We got a couple more minutes until we get into our week 16 picks. We skipped last week, um, but we're back this week with them. Anything else in in sports that's... Jamie, did you see the golf finish? Yeah. Uh, Man, I didn't see the very end of the bat or the golf, but I was watching it all the way up until like the 16th hole. Oh, bro. Wow. Just wow. I missed all the action. I mean, I was working, but when I watched the the highlights last night, I was like, that's one of the most incredible finishes. That was great. So what, that must have been fun to watch. Probably more exciting than watching Colin Marikawa against uh, JT a few weeks ago. Dude, every week they, they got some awesome ends, don't they? I mean, they're they're really putting it out there on Sunday afternoon. Oh, yeah. And he, he, before even bringing up the winner, he was six over after 36 holes. Hmm. And he come back. He got that Tiger vision, man. Yeah, he come back. And he sunk a 66-foot really, in a playoff. He's been having a good year. Yeah, actually, the other thing I like to touch on real quick, I mean, yeah. um, is uh, NCAA basketball uh, lost a legend over the weekend. Uh, former Arizona. coach. Jared, well, there's two then. You got Lute Olson and uh, John Thompson. I didn't hear about Thompson. Yep. Um, they were uh, – the Big East was back. Back when I was a kid was the best to watch basketball-wise and Georgetown and Syracuse and Seton Hall, Connecticut. Uh, all these teams are just great to watch. But Coach Thompson was a big influence on a ton of people. His record at Georgetown speaks for itself. I mean, he, he's like 580 to 300-some losses. Um, I don't know the specific stats, but like 97% of the kids that went on scholarship that went full four years of school graduated with a diploma. Um, so he, he's it's just good to recognize people like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> R.I.P. Chadwick Bozeman too. From what he did in '42, movie about Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Passed, passed away on on the day that most teams celebrated Jackie Robinson Day. Yep. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. It is. Yeah, I was I actually last night the Braves were celebrating Jackie Robinson night and I was I was interested it's crazy that uh Malone got traded yesterday morning and then started last night but then after seeing that it was in Philly I mean it's not that crazy of a trip um but I was like yeah I wonder what number he's wearing and he turned around and said 42 and then I looked at the batter and everybody was wearing 42 and I was like oh they're celebrating Jackie Robinson day in Philly right now okay so Man. Oh yeah, and we gotta mention your boy Montcastle, right? Or what's it? What's the? Oh, it's all we got right now. Was that last night or last two night nights? He, he popped off two home runs. He said, "Well, he said I'm here. I'm I'm coming He's through." Here. Still can't catch a win though, man. Good. Oh man, <laughs> say, those are on there. Speaking of home runs, did y'all off, say but... what the Cubs outfield did? Was what? that like three? Every no, no. single yeah. outfielder had multi-home run game. Hasn't wow. happened since 1955. Yeah. And then that Braves game yesterday, by the second inning, Braves were up 10-0, to zero, but then the Phillies came back and uh, did some things. A lot, of, a lot of homers yesterday. Yeah. Man. All year, really. Yeah. 
man. I'm still Pitchers still haven't caught up, and it's hot, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still I'm ready. I'm ready to go check out if uh, I can catch a Padres game tonight. Oh my god, man. dude, they look awesome. Yeah, they look so awesome. fun to watch. What's the young guy on that team? I love him. Fran Francisco Tatis, Tatis Jr. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to butcher his name because I wasn't always wasn't sure. <laughs> I always say this, but his his dad hit the. He's the only player that hit two Grand Slams in the same game. Now, I heard an interview with him the other day, and when they welcomed him on, they said, I'd like to welcome the only MLB player to hit two Grand Slams in the same inning. I haven't had a chance to go back and check that. Like, if they batted all the way around and he cranked two Grand Slams out, like, if they were just... I mean, I was listening to it on the Dan Lebetard show, and sometimes they talk out of the side of their mouth and just uh, embellish on things. So. I, got it, I got it pulled up right here. Yeah. Fernando Tatis became the only player to hit two grand slams in the same inning when he attained the milestone slugging two in the third inning of the St. Louis Cardinals on April 23rd, 1999. Woo! So it is true. Eight runs, one inning, one person. <laughs> well, one person hitting the home run. You had him on your fantasy squad. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Oh yeah! That average going up. Awesome! All right, all right. It's time to get into our week sixteen NFL picks. You guys ready? Everyone ready? Jamie, I'm Go. starting with you. All right. All right. Week sixteen. Who you got? Vikings at Saints. Uh, this will this is playing out to be a relatively good game for this time of year. I'm gonna go ahead and take the Saints though, because uh, they're a little bit stronger team in my mind. Uh, Jeff, yeah, I'm going with you, Jamie. This is Christmas Day, man. I believe we made it to Christmas already. Um, I gotta go with the Saints. Yeah, it, it's it's gonna be a Christmas present for Drew Brees. Man. All right, we going we going three Saints, Glenn. Who you got? Yeah, I'm gonna go Saints because over the weekend. I I got home and I got some awesome news. My my son told me that uh, my guy from Savannah, Anthony Lanier, just signed a contract with the Saints. Journeyman went from the Redskins to the Chargers to the Chiefs, and now he just signed a deal with the Saints. So I'm picking Saints. I wish I could go back and pick the Saints all week long because... That's my guy. Big shout out, Anthony. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, comes from a great family, and I just, uh, I'm super excited about him being with the Saints now. So, um, yeah, awesome. that's where I'm going. All right. Um, next one, we got Dolphins at Raiders. Who you got, Jamie? Dolphins at the Raiders. Man, I would feel really terrible if I didn't take the Vegas Raiders. That's right. Oh, we're going to take the Raiders on this one. That's right. I was hoping I'd get one over on you, Jamie. I mean, yeah, the Raiders can't lose this game. I mean, even if Tagovailoa is out there, uh, the Dolphins aren't going to be. They're going to be better, but not as good. Still, not good. still rebuilding, I agree. Glenn? Yeah, 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 I'm jumping on the Raiders. I had a feeling everyone was Raiders on that one. Uh, next one's <laughs> next one's kind of similar, y'all. Buccaneers at Lions. Yeah, well, none of us have had much faith in the Lions all year other than the, the idea that maybe they'll win a game or two, you know, by by just luck. Um, but, again, Buccaneers look strong. 
Um, if, if they're held together at this point, they'll be making their push for playoffs. So I'm sure this will be a good game uh, for them. Buccaneers all the way. Yeah, I'm with you, Jamie. Uh, unfortunately, I think Tom Brady will be healthy again if he does get hurt at some point. They're, they're going to be on full power mode right now. Uh, being that it's week 16, they still got to play this game uh, based on their conference, I think. So, yeah, Buccaneers. Go on. Oh, 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 oh. I'm going with the Bucks. I know. I figured everyone was going Bucks. <laughs> right when I saw the matchup, I was like, all right, here we go. This one's kind of a tough one. Browns at Jets. You know, <laughs> dang. Um, history on, on my picks through the year would suggest where I'm going, and uh, I'll stick to my guns. I, I think the Jets will get some wins. Um, I'm, I'm very down on the Browns, no matter how much they try to hype them up. Uh, but this this will be a Jets win at home, I believe. I'm glad, I'm glad you picked the Jets because I wanted I wanted to just because I didn't want the Browns to win. But I think the Browns will win this game. Um, it'll be a tough matchup though. But I'm going Browns. This is right in the wheelhouse of OBJ being OBJ, so that could be all kinds of problems going on there. Yeah, you're right. You are extremely right on that. Um, I'm going with the Browns because I've been down on them for most of the year, and I think they're going to have to win some games. Um, I really don't. I don't necessarily like this pick, but I'm going to stick with the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got Adam Gase coaching the the Jets, James. I mean, the, the Browns are going to win games just strictly on their defense. I was so. just about to say, no one's talking about the Browns' defense, but a lot of defense have been getting hurt already. Like y'all were talking about, people getting hurt. If their defense can stay healthy, I think they'll win more games than lose games. Man, those are my – what happened to me? I hear you. You're all right. I lost, I lost hearing in my headphones, but those are my Adam Gay size. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, next one we got uh, – All right, I'm back. We got, we got my Broncos versus the Chargers. Yep, this, uh, I like the Broncos. I don't even know why, but uh, Broncos, Chargers. I, I know think, why you uh, did it. I've been down on the Chargers. I don't know uh, the options they have for quarterback, and uh, I like the Broncos D, so Broncos. I mean, watching Hard Knocks last night, I watched a couple episodes. I, I think I'm liking the Chargers more than I, I – I think they actually got something uh, more than I thought. But then again, that's what Hard Knocks does to you. Uh, <laughs> I'm going I'm to go Chargers, even though Melvin Gordon's going to be playing his second game against his old team. Uh, I think I think Chargers take this one. Yeah, I don't know what I haven't seen any hard knocks. Um, I haven't seen anything going on with the Chargers. Um, I still need to figure out if it's Philip Rivers or the Chargers who are always down, and I'll I'll need some games to figure that out. So I'm gonna go with the Broncos. That's right. All right. Next one we got 49ers. At Cardinals. Well, if the 49ers are going to be anything that they're supposed to be, they're going to win this game. I know we got the Cardinals coming up looking pretty good for a young team, uh, but this is basically getting in the playoff time of the season. I like the 49ers because that's going to have implications in the playoffs. Okay. The problem with 49ers is they don't have any – everybody's getting hurt. I mean, you still got Kittle, but – I think he's out right now too. I mean, it obviously it's preseason. They're not they're not really doing anything uh, with guys if they think they need to rest them. 
I'm going to take Cardinals on this. I know it's a long shot, but I think they're going to be in playoff mode right now anyway, and this is a game that they'll have to win. And the 49ers, they don't need to win this game. They're going to be probably, you know, what, 12-2 and two at this point anyway. So I'm going, I'm going Cardinals. Yeah, I'm kind of going cards with that with that same thought. It's week 16. Um, I think the 49ers have a bigger chance of resting guys to make sure they're ready for that playoff push. And even though I probably have the the Cardinals with 12 wins right now, it's probably not super likely, but they will need this to make it, make it into the playoffs. All right, next matchup we got the Giants at the Ravens. See, this could be interesting because you're talking about resting players for playoffs, and th- this is this is an area where the where the Ravens will be looking at this because I, they they're probably going to be the strongest team in the division. As much as I hate to fight that, um, and this is one of those times where the Giants can sneak a win in. You know, Saquon comes in, runs all over some resting defense. Um, I'm going to take the Giants over the Ravens in this game. What a terrible decision. I know. Man, I do I do think the Giants are an up and coming team. I mean, they've they've actually got a solid stable of receivers now. Uh, people are liking Daniel Jones. Uh, Saquon is unstoppable. Uh, but the Ravens, I mean, if we rest Lamar, it'll be in the it'll be in the second half after we're up four touchdowns already. So I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm going with, obviously. I'm picking the Ravens. Um I, I hope the Ravens aren't resting, guys. I feel like that kind of hurt us a little bit last year. I I yeah. like the whole the whole mentality of give Lamar his rest throughout the season. We go up four or five touchdowns, pull him out, let him sit out. I remember last year as we were getting down to the end of the season and everybody was talking about, oh, Lamar needs rest, he needs rest. And then you looked at, up at everything and it was like man Lamar only played like 14 games because of how many quarters he sat out at the end of the game it was something like that but yeah I'm going with the Ravens we got about five minutes left right. one two three four here five, we go six, seven, we got a shoot, shootout in this one I'm predicting Falcons at Chiefs yeah Falcons and Chiefs that should be a pretty explosive game um, I've been big on the Chiefs all year I don't see them blowing that one at all I'm going to go opposite again, man. Uh, I'm going Falcons. I think they're going to need to win this game, and Chiefs, they won't need to win it. They never win when they need it. And Glenn? Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Chiefs on this one. All right, next game we have the Panthers and the Washington football team. Yeah, man, I think I've picked against the football team all year, maybe <laughs> took them once or twice. Um uh, the Panthers, man, they they could they could surprise us, or, or they could be absolutely nothing. Um, I'm gonna take the Washington football team at home, just because I, I haven't taken them yet this year. I don't think. I'm with you, Jamie. I'm I'm, I'm taking Riverboat Ron over the uh, Panthers, man. Let's go, let's go, football team. I'm going with uh, Christian McCaffrey. He's gonna take the whole NFL on his back this year and run, score a touchdown. And next we got Bears and Jags. At Jags. Gardner right here. Um, <laughs> I think Gardner Minshew is going to – if he makes it this far, this is the game that he gets absolutely smashed. 
I like. I actually like the Bears here. All right. I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree. 100%. Two for the Bears, Glenn. Make it three for the three Bears. Three for the Bears. Next, we got Bengals and Texans. Bengals at Texans. Yeah, I clearly uh, don't have much faith in Bengals. Um, it's been evident in my picks so far this year, and I've been pretty high on the Texans. I think that they have a good chance, uh, even though they've lost some players. Uh, I'll take the Texans here. We go Bengals for Burrow. All right, Glenn. Uh, I'm going to go Texans. I just I don't think the Bungles are going to have it uh, <laughs> figured out yet. All right, next we have Colts at Steelers. At least we got to this if we don't make it all the way through these picks. No, we're going to make definitely it. Taking, definitely taking the Steelers. Uh, I'm going Steelers on this one, too. And Glenn? I'm going Steelers. Rams at Seahawks. You would think this is going to be a good game, but I, man, the Seahawks, I think, are going to be a tough team at home. Always tough. Uh, Seahawks here. Uh, I'm going Rams. And Glenn? Uh, I'm going Seahawks. All right. Eagles at Cowboys. Ooh, big rivalry game. Yes. Awesome. Uh, Cowboys are going to be a much better team than the Eagles. Uh, even though they, they don't play to it all the time, but I like the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going Cowboys. One. Make that three. Yeah. Cowboys. And last but certainly not least, Titans at Packers. The makings of a good game based on last year's playoff runs. Uh, but uh, Packers should be a stronger team. I like the Packers. Yeah, I'm 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 torn on this one. I'm gonna go Titans. I, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers is fighting for his life, I guess, but and I gotta win. go Titans. I'm going Titans. Love the picks. Love the picks. All right. All thanks right. for joining us, guys. Peace. That was cool. Good show. Yeah. Good, man. Good show. Good Thank you for listening. Remember, we're here every Monday, 11 a.m. to 12 o'clock noon. And always stay tuned to 107.5. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM. WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul. The viewpoints expressed in the preceding program were not necessarily those of WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio.